it's time to get geared up with GeekWire's weekly tech and gadget show. Here are your hosts, Todd Bishop and Andrew Edwards. All right, it's time to get geared up. I'm Todd Bishop. I'm Andrew Edwards. It's a special edition of the GeekWire podcast and radio show. We're going to be talking about all the week's gadget and technology news. Yes. Lots of video game and cell phone, smartphone news this yeah, past yeah, week, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can say cell phone. You can still say yeah, cell phone. I can say cell phone. Why yeah. not? I just think of like the Nokia brick when I say right, cell phone. Right, They announced a new one of those. Uh, yes, like they a revival of the Yes, of they're the bringing classic. it back. What are they doing? Yes, oh, yes, well. absolutely. I digress. But coming up later on, we're going to be having some interesting news on some much more current hardware yes. from LG and Samsung. Mm-hmm. So cool, hard, cool looking hardware. Yeah, yes. very cool. But first, let's talk about the news from Microsoft Xbox All right. this past week. This is very interesting. Game Pass. Game Pass. It's like Netflix, but for Xbox games. Yeah, so it's 10 bucks a month. This was announced by Microsoft this past week. There's a lot of video game rental services out there. Right. You know, games are expensive. You're talking about 60, 60 bucks. bucks. Yeah, 60 bucks per, so, which is definitely an investment. So for just 10 bucks a month with this, with Game Pass, you get access to essentially a rotating catalog mm-hmm. of 100 games. Right. Kind of like the Netflix model where they have their, their core library, but then some come in each month, some come right. out each month. What do you think about this? Um, I think it's interesting. Nine ninety nine a month, so ten bucks a month. The thing that stuck out to me was this is a mixture of Xbox One and backwards compatible Xbox three hundred and sixty games. Xbox three hundred and sixty came out, I believe, in two thousand six. <laughs> so some of these games are going to be eleven years old, ten years old. You know what I mean? So I'm wondering how many, how many, like what is the split between a game that's brand new? Right. I'm, I'm going to guess probably zero. Um, a game that's three months old, a game that's six months old, a year old, five years, ten. Like how? Like is the majority of this stuff going to be Xbox 360 games? If so, I don't know if that's worth my money. You know what I mean? So some of the games that they cited when this launches in the spring, by the mm-hmm. way, include Halo Five Guardians. Okay, that's a year old. Payday Two. Okay. NBA Two K Sixteen. So 17's already been out for months. Yes. So we're going NBA 2. So so Durant isn't even on the Warriors team in so this game. Are you saying that this is kind of like the thrift store of game services, secondhand? I think. Well, we, well, you made the uh, comparison to Netflix a moment ago, and I think that's a good one because on Netflix, you're not getting brand new movies that you would get on HBO, right? Maybe sometimes you are if they have a special deal. Like with Disney, they have Finding Dory on there, but even that was after it came out on DVD. Um, you're not getting the brand new stuff. You're getting catalog titles, which is older titles that are still good. Um, I'm hoping you know all 100 are decent games, and I just don't want them slipping in. Like I don't want it to be 60% Xbox 360 games for 9.99 a month. That wouldn't really be, I think, worth the money. Yeah. So, but this is interesting. I I thought this was one of the more interesting news items of this past week. Well, you like old video stuff. Game front. <laughs> I mean, we know that. Yeah. We know that about you. Yeah, I do still have an Xbox 360 <laughs> sitting at home. We've right. been over this many, many, many times. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's old so much as you know prior generation. Vintage. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not going to let go of that until you upgrade. I'm just saying. Okay. Or buy right. a Switch. So, but Microsoft will be coming out with a new console. Yes. Called Project Scorpio. That's right. right. Now. Presumably, it'll have a different name. Yes, definitely. So. What are you expecting from that? Man, Project Scorpio is going to be the most powerful game console of the generation, and obviously by default of all time, um, when it when it's released. It's going to be uh, six teraflops, which is, you know, that's tech jargon, but basically very, very fast. Probably not as fast as like a dedicated gaming computer, because gaming computers can be thousands of dollars, and the Scorpio, in my, my guess, is roughly $500, just my guess, maybe maybe less. Um 
but that comes out at the end of this year, and you're going to have 4K gaming, 1080p 60 is going to be super easy, HDR, 4K disc. I mean, it's going to be it's your 4K gaming machine, which we don't have right now. I don't know if you noticed, but Microsoft uh, just this past week also announced they're going to be bringing mixed reality to Project Scorpio and the Xbox One family. They say they're you know very vague. Right. In 2018, they're saying. So in other words, you're going to be able to take a headset okay. and run a mixed reality game with essentially you know virtual objects being placed on top of the real world right. through the Project Scorpio console. Which is the Xbox HoloLens One. concept, right? It is. But the thing that Microsoft is doing with that concept is they're powering the HoloLens, their first-party device, with Windows Holographic, but then they're also making that OS available to third-party mm. uh, device makers. So okay. a lot of the traditional hardware makers, you know, are making uh, essentially uh, headsets. These headsets, right? Yeah. Now, how does that differ from the Xbox? The Xbox is obviously going to be powering this, I assume. Yeah, I'm assuming that those headsets are going to be working with that. So okay. in other words, you're going to. It's basically the Xbox will become the computer, mm-hmm. and you can imagine if you have something as powerful as the Project Scorpio. Right. So, so here we have it. That'd and be cool. We've actually got the Nintendo Switch right there it here. Is. We did a hands-on just just previously. Yes. And so you've got you're starting to see this next generation of game consoles kind of creeping up on us in some ways. Right, right. And it's interesting because now we're seeing a diversion too. So the Switch isn't about VR, AR, any of that stuff. It's about, you know, you play it on the TV and you take it out and you take it with you on the go. You can play this on an airplane, play it in a taxi, play it at home on your TV. The Scorpio, you're not going to do that. You're not going to take the Scorpio on a plane. But the Scorpio is going to do things that the Switch could never, ever be powerful enough to do. So it's interesting to see how uh, each company, because for a while they were all very similar, um, especially PlayStation and Xbox, like very similar. And now we're seeing a diversion happening, which I think is interesting. I want to see where the, all these companies go. But then, of course, you've got the PlayStation with the PSVR, yep. which is already out. I like that. I got a chance to spend a lot oh, of really? time okay, with so it. Oh, really? Okay, so what did you packs. think of that? I, you know, whereas the Oculus Rift and the HTC Vive feel like you're being transported into a virtual world, yes. an actual world, high-intensity graphics you know, very strong. Right. The PS uh, VR is more like being inserted into a video game. Okay. So it's basically like you're surrounded by the video Did game. Did you like that more? I, I thought it was fun. Okay. I got to play Batman. You know, the I got to at least go through the initial right. part of Batman. I enjoyed it. And Did you fact, get nauseous? I no, I don't. That's good. I, I don't understand people who get people nauseous <laughs> doing VR. <laughs> a lot I, of people do. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I I think honestly that is a holdover from when when the frame rates were you know so that's low true. That that's it was, true. Yeah. That it wasn't. But things are so fast now. Right. It, I, I I think that's a bit of a, a canard. It's yeah, not. Yeah, it's yeah. not really something that, that not applicable is true. anymore. Exactly. So I I think that a lot of this stuff is really interesting. I think it's going to be interesting to see if. Game consoles are going to be the hub for VR, or right. if you're going to see people having high-powered computers. Of course, the tethering issue. Yep. Smartphones. Smartphones. I mean, the big thing this year everybody's banking on is that Apple is going to go AR, VR with the iPhone 8, um, which is, that's going to be, you know, obviously not as powerful as a console at home, but on the go, you know, that's like your VR switch in a way, on the go, right? Like. Exciting times right now. Yeah, the thing with the phone-based VR systems right now, at least, though, it's primarily 360 video. Yes. Which you can argue whether that's actual virtual reality. To me, virtual reality, or at least the promise of it, is 
full interactivity, yeah. whereas as opposed to just sitting back and watching, watching a video. Right, right, right. So, all right. So that is a brief glimpse, a look ahead at the next generation of consoles, plus this news this past week about the Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, which... it's smart, by the way. I think it's smart. Like, there's there's a lot of people who just want to buy a console and they don't care about the latest and greatest stuff. Ten bucks, one hundred twenty bucks a year. The cost of two new games, right? One hundred twenty bucks a year, and you have access to a hundred titles at any time. That's that's good. A game subscription to me seems to make a lot more sense because like I would not go out and buy many DVDs now. Right. Oh, so, definitely. So think definitely. about it. Just apply that to the game world. Why right. would I go out and buy a game when I could just subscribe to this? Mm-hmm. And if I think there is a certain frankly this appeals to me more than it would somebody who has to have every new AAA right, title. Right. Right. I got so, you. Okay. All right. So that is the Xbox Game Pass coming out this spring. We will be right back on Geared Up on GeekWire talking about some of the brand new smartphones that we just saw this exciting stuff happening. Good stuff. We'll be right back on GeekWire. Welcome back. You're listening to Geared Up on GeekWire, and I'm Todd Bishop. I'm Andrew Edwards. So we're running down some of the gadget news of this past week. Yeah. We were, we were looking at an image. Look of, at this. Of, that was leaked of the, uh, purportedly at least, the Samsung Galaxy S8. I mean, that's it. That's it right there. <laughs> purportedly, yes, but I mean... That's what it's going to be. So That's the, it. the the Twitter user whose name is escaping me at this moment, but he's he's well known. Evan Blass. Ev, Ev, yes, it was Evan. Evie leaks. He's never wrong. He's so. Who are his sources? I don't know. I don't know. Um, and Gadget hired him for a while to come in because of because independently he was leaking all this stuff. He's been doing this for many years. Yeah. So I don't. I mean, if he if we knew who his sources were, then he wouldn't be able to do this anymore, right? So let's compare this to what is the current frame of reference for folks, which is the S7. Right. It looks taller. It is taller. That's because it has an 18 by 9 display, or I guess, you know, some people, uh, someone the other day was like, just say 1 by 2 or whatever, 2 by 1. <laughs> an 18 by 9 display, that's what they're going to go with, yes. 18 by 9. So it is twice as long as it is wide. And so it's the aspect ratio is basically two squares on top of each other. So definitely longer, but it's also thinner. So the, the screen is curving down. So in your hand, it won't feel as thick. It's bezel-less. It's bezel-less on the, two, on the left and right because the screen curves down. And then look at the top and bottom. The bezels are almost non-existent there as well. So this, this device is almost all display. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. What's the significance of this in terms of the smartphone trends? Is this where things are headed? This is where things are headed. We're talking about the LG G6 after this. We have one here in the studio. This is very similar. Now, it doesn't have the curved display, but the bezels are going away. The thing I noticed when I held the G6 for the first time, and I'm kind of skipping ahead a little bit, but it has a larger display than the iPhone 7 Plus, yet the phone is so much smaller than the iPhone 7 Plus. So I think manufacturers now really are trying to focus on getting as much display out of the hardware while keeping the footprint small. It's interesting. We saw this in part in notebooks and laptops with things like the Dell XPS. Oh, where yeah. They, it's the you know, bezel-less right. all, all the way to the edge. Mm-hmm. So just trying to maximize that. And then, of course, the rumor is that Apple's going this direction as right. well. I hope so because you know, when, once you hold something like this in your hand and you, and you turn the display on and you, like, you get a feel for it, Going back to like the iPhone, which is, I mean, that's my phone of choice, it just feels so bulky and clunky. Like, we need 
to head this direction. This is the right way to go. Okay, interesting. Now, just to wrap up on the Galaxy S8, this is expected to be formally unveiled late March, right? Late March at Samsung Unpacked. I'll actually be there. Oh, wow. It's going to be in New York City on the 29th of March. So I'll be there, Samsung Samsung Unpacked, um, to see the unveiling, get my hands on it. But yeah, I'm expecting good things. Like, this is this is Samsung's, you know, in a... Oh, sorry. This is Samsung's, in a way, it's their big comeback not that they've gone anywhere but the last phone they released got recalled like <laughs> doesn't world exist globally anymore. doesn't well actually what they what they plan on doing now is refurbishing them and selling them in um you know secondary are they called secondary markets like, like China, developing India. countries yes. yes they want to sell the note 7 in developing countries after refurbishing them wow so uh, i mean they have i don't know how many millions of them out there so they're just going to you know replace the battery again hopefully third time's a charm um <laughs> But yeah, this is their, as far as, you know, North America goes and all the other, you know, first, what do, you, what do we call ourselves here? First first world countries? I don't know. That, that is, but, the, yes. Okay. So as far as that goes, the major markets of the world, this is their comeback. So this needs to be a good phone. And, you know, I'm not going to count them out. I think they, they recognize that and they are going to do whatever they can to make this, uh, you know, the big phone of the year. Okay. Well, let's talk about the phone that's sitting right here in front of you. This is the, right. the LG. That is the LG G6, brand new. Now, this isn't even out yet. This was just announced. This is actually a pre-production model. So this is very reminiscent, though, of what it's going to look like when it releases. Um, and there's a few very nice things about this. Now, let me turn the display on for you because I want to get yeah, your please. opinion yep. real quick. Because, again, I mentioned this is a bezel-less display. This one has more bezel than the S8 that we just looked at, but I'll hold that up there and you can see, you know, it's almost all it's almost all screen. Oh wow, super thin. So you on put the that side, in your yeah. hand and just like use it, look at it and like scroll around. Like that's pretty impressive. The colors, the the size of the display, it's nice. Very vibrant. Yeah. yeah. The more I use Android the more I like it. Which version of Android is this? This is going to ship with a Nougat. So the latest version Nougat. and actually this is going to be the first phone the LG G6 is going to be the first phone to ship that's not a Pixel with the Google Assistant. Okay. So Google is now opening that up to others. Okay, LG's Google. going to be the first one. Okay, Google. Not yet. Let me see. Let me see. This is, maybe it's my voice. Okay, Google. What's the weather? Oh, what's the weather today? It's because I don't have a SIM card in oh, here. Oh, okay. Gotcha. But this will ship with it. And as you yes. said, the only one to do that previously was the Nexus. Was the the Pixel. The Pixel. I'm the sorry. Pixel, yeah. But yeah, you know, again, look at that. Like the bezels are almost non existent there. Very thin bezel on top, very thin bezel on the bottom. Um, there's no home button there. The home button is embedded into the display. Yeah. Rather than a hardware home button. I just pulled out my iPhone 6S Plus. I mean, yeah, you're right. That the Oh yeah, hold that right now. I mean, it's ridiculous. Look at how much smaller this is. Yeah. But the screen is bigger. You're kidding. Okay, wow. The screen is bigger. Because, oh, because the of the top and bottom yes, bezels. Top and bottom oh, and wow. side. The side bezels. Wow, that is so crazy. Right. So what you have here is a 5.5 inch display, and this is a 5.7 inch display. So smaller body, larger screen. Right. That's the trend. That's the trend. And now look on back here too. This is another, um, you know, LG was proud of this. I don't know if, do you see anything on back that to you sticks out? Yeah, two cameras. Right. Well, that that wasn't it. But yes, it does have two cameras. Um, what sticks out to me is that these cameras do not stick out. Oh, look at that. I gotcha. There's yes. no mm-hmm. bump on this. Like a lot of people complain about the camera bumps that we've seen over the past two years or so. A lot of companies, like, the cameras have been so good that they couldn't fit into the thin form factor. But here, it's just flush. 
And um, you've got two 13-megapixel cameras on here. One of them is just your standard camera. And then the other one is a wide-angle lens. And it actually gets pretty wide. So if I, if I go here, I'll actually show you first. Then we'll show them. So first of all, the screen is large enough that you can have your viewfinder and see your recent pictures. Wow, okay. And you know, so they really take, and then so that's what you can get there, your normal camera. And then if you go wide angle, all oh, that. So, so you basically press a button on the screen to yes. switch between normal and wide angle. Right, so here I'll show you here. So that's the TV there. I can't even get the whole TV in. And then when I tap there, the entire TV fits into the, into the frame plus everything around it. So very cool. And then the other thing they have is this square picture mode. This is crazy. So here's the square. If you take a picture, your picture shows up at the bottom. Oh, and, wow. And the top remains your viewfinder. That is very so, cool. So, again, it's using those two halves, those two squares. So there my picture's at the bottom. My viewfinder remains at the top. Just innovative ways to use a larger display like that. So it's not just a larger display just to be larger. They're actually thinking about this new the new aspect ratio and what they can do with it. So if you look at the smartphone market, Apple is on top, then followed by Samsung, and then LG is, is sort of in that mix as well, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, you, but, it depends on what, if you look at U.S. versus global as right. well. It's and, different. Yeah, and it's really like it's Apple and Samsung, and then it's everybody else. It's yeah. really how it, how, how it shakes out. Now, if you're talking profits, Apple has almost 100% of the profits in the smartphone game especially for last year. They actually had over a 100% because of so much loss on the Android side, especially with the Note 7 recall. But as far as the hardware goes, um, yeah, it's neck and neck with Apple and Samsung. And if you go, But if you go OS, Android trounces iOS just because there's so many devices yep. running Android. Yeah, absolutely. So do, this LG phone, mm -hmm. do, do you like it? Would you recommend it? I like it. I like it a lot more than the G5. I liked the G5 last year. That was their modular phone. I don't know if you remember this or not. Yeah. So they had this thing called the LG Friends. And so what it had was you would take the phone, and at the bottom you could you would pull out the bottom, and the battery was connected there. Right. And then you'd have a, a slot here, and you can plug in like a, a fancier camera grip or I don't even remember, a better speaker. Um, so there were these different modules that you right. could buy. But the thing was, and this is what I said last year, was you don't know how long these modules are going to last. Are they going to keep doing this every year, or is it just going to be for this one phone? And obviously, it, was for it one didn't phone. work. Right. And I think it was because no one was buying them. But now, you know, the, the LG calling card used to be that they had the removable battery. Everybody else was locking the battery in, and they had the remo removable battery. That's gone now. So, but, but with that, this phone is now water resistant as well. So it's water resistant. You've got glass front. You've got glass back. You've got metal, just a ring of metal around it. So it's a much nicer looking phone. It feels better in the hand. This display is better. It's USB-C. Again, we've seen USB-C coming to a, a bunch of devices. I'm a big fan of that. Great cameras on back. Both of them are 13 megapixel. In previous years, the secondary camera was... Uh, wasn't as good as far as the megapixel count went. So like last year it was 13 and 8. Now it's equal. So you're not losing quality when you go to wide angle anymore. Front camera, same thing, wide angle, 100 degrees. So this is a really nice feature-packed device. So do we know when this is going to come out? They have not announced a specific date or price yet. So we don't know. It's going to be, I think it's going to be coming out in the next six weeks though. And um, so this is a pre-production model. This actually has to go back to LG, and then they'll send out the final version when that's ready, and then we can maybe we'll revisit it at that time. But I think they just wanted to get this out and into people's hands because the S8, you know, that's going to have everybody's attention, and they wanted to say, hey, we have something really good that's coming out as well. 
Good stuff. Any other tidbits from your usage of the the G6? No, it's just it's a great phone. Um, the one the one thing that stuck out to me that would be a negative, but it's only a negative like in my mind and not so much in use, is that the new Qualcomm Snapdragon 835 processor seems to be like it's going to be exclusive at least for a while to the Galaxy S8. Like I think Samsung bought them all from Qualcomm to lock everybody else out. So this is actually ships with the Snapdragon 821 processor, which is last year's processor. So this is the same processor that you'll find in the Google Pixel, which has been out for a while. Um, again, I haven't noticed anything negative. As far, I'm not like, oh, this phone is so slow. But it's interesting to see that the newest processor, the fastest processor with Quick Charge 4.0 and all that, where you can plug it in and charge your phone in like five minutes, you'll have like you know almost a full charge from dead. Like that is all going to be on the new processor which Samsung seems to be, no one's confirmed this, but it seems like Samsung is the one who's going to have that processor and no one else will for a while. It's interesting if that's true because, you know, Microsoft is pitching the Qualcomm, the Snapdragon 835 as a Windows 10 friendly. Oh, chip. really? Yes. Oh, so interesting. I wonder if Samsung's doing a little bit of a power play there in terms of saying, hey, well, but we got the market share, right. you know? Right. Well, why are you playing around with those people in Redmond? You know? <laughs> right, right, exactly. So, yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, to run full Windows 10, not not what? Windows 10 mobile. Yeah. That's one wow. of the appeals. They emulate the, and I had a good conversation with the Microsoft folks about this at CES. They emulate the APIs okay. to allow you to run basically full Windows programs on a device, and, and not necessarily a phone. So in other words, it could be a tablet running right. the, the 835 chip. But yeah, th that is That's the chip. That's pretty amazing, though. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, mobile. Mobile this year is going to be yep. very exciting, not yep. just from, you know, the This Harvard. mobile thing, it's going to be big. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But, I mean, this is really feels like a transformative yes. year, though. I mean, you know, from the bezel-less to, you know, the AR and the VR and all that, The pro I mean, just like you just said, a processor that can run full, like a mobile processor that can run full Windows, we have not seen that. That's why Windows RT was born. Right. Because there was no mobile processor right. that could run full Windows. And you know the pain of Windows RT. Yeah, although, you, have you heard they're talking about uh, this total Bringing it back, aren't no, they're talking about they're bringing it back, but as something called Windows Cloud. I heard that. It's like the same thing, though. It's the same thing, but it's, somehow it's more palatable when you call it Windows Cloud. <laughs> because <laughs> no one knows know, what RT means. Yeah, because you know that it's like, oh, it's just basically like Chrome. It's right. like the Chrome OS. And right. That, so if you, if you put it in that frame, compare it to something else that exists versus, oh, it's a dumbed-down version of Windows, then it right. feels a little better. That's true. That's so. true. We'll see how that goes. All right, this is great stuff. So we've been talking about the LG G6, yes. the Samsung Galaxy S8, mm -hmm. and earlier in the show, we talked about the new Microsoft Xbox Game Pass. Game Pass and, coming oh, this spring. A lot of stuff coming this spring. It's going to yeah. be a good year. All right, so if you want to see more, go to Andrew's YouTube channel. YouTube.com slash Gear Live to watch the video version of these episodes of Geared Up. If you want to subscribe to the podcast, just go to geekwire.com, click on the microphone in the upper right-hand corner. Subscribe to our YouTube channel as well, yes. youtube.com slash geekwire. That's Lots right. Videos related to the news stories and products that we cover. Until next time, I'm Todd Bishop. I'm Andrew Edwards. You're listening to Geared Up on GeekWire. Thanks for listening to Geared Up, the weekly tech and gadget podcast. Check out more of Andrew's reviews at youtube.com slash gearlive and follow all of our coverage at geekwire.com.